Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's Quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. Today's episode is sponsored by our partner Cloverleaf Tuna. If there's one thing that we've learned on our wellness journey, there is no one-size-fits-all solution to healthy eating. Like, whatever you're seeing on TikTok these days might not work for you Mm. and that's okay. A hundred percent. And also anyone who's trying to sell you one idea of what healthy looks like, just run, run away. (laughs) Run, block, unsubscribe. Exactly. It is not true. Everyone has different needs and responses to food. But if there's one thing that's true, it's that what you put in your body makes such an impact on how you feel. I've really, Mm -hmm. really noticed that this year specifically for myself that like changing how I eat and when I eat and like how much I move and all of those things are really impacting my mood and my energy and basically all the all the things they say are true about taking care of yourself it's just taken 32 years to figure that out (laughs) (laughs) but whatever your health goals are the staples of healthy eating are always including a solid balance of protein healthy fats and fiber at every meal and we definitely had that reinforced by abby sharp who is an amazing amazing nutritionist dietitian all of the wonderful things back in our episode about breaking up with food guilt and how to eat like a more balanced plate and she talks about the hunger crushing combo so go back and listen to that if you want to learn more about how combining the fats the fiber and the protein will change your life it'll change your life and like let's be real we don't eat perfectly 100% of the time but we have not even 20% (laughs) (laughs) but we are trying and if there's like small things that you can do to you know increase the protein intake the healthy fats the fiber those little things will go a long way so it's it's kind of like our sustainability episode it's not about being perfect it's progress and little changes that are just going to make you feel better and whatever works for you but I think the the big thing and something that we've been talking about a lot lately is I mean, I don't know about you, but every time I go grocery shopping these days, I die inside. Like a little piece of me dies inside. It's so expensive. It's insane. And I mean, food inflation in Canada specifically is over 11 percent. And it's it's outrageous. Like grains, fruit, veggies, fish, cheese have skyrocketed. Like I haven't bought cheese in a long time. and, And I really like cheese. Cheese is probably like my raison d'etre, and oh. I can't afford oh, it anymore. Mais oui. <laughs> mais oui. But I, no, cheese is so expensive. I know. It's insane. They're doing us dirty. They are doing us dirty. It's not cool. Like, like the wallets are tight, and we're just trying to get our waists tight, too. This is just really, it's quite a challenge. We don't ask for much. <laughs> we don't ask for much. Just a thick wallet and a th- thick booty. <laughs> Oh my god. But it, okay, it is possible, And that is though. why we have gathered you here today. Yes. Because <laughs> we are really working towards the, the thick wallet, thick booty life by eating well, but also honestly just not spending a million dollars on it. Because okay, let's yeah, let's start by myth busting all of these like crazy expensive health food crazes that are happening because yeah. I feel like while we're all dealing with crazy inflation and kind of heading into a recession or maybe we already are in a recession hard to tell do not know not an economist but whatever we're dealing with we're all kind of strapped for money and yet at the same time we're all 
kind of trying to buy these quick fixes to like feel better and be healthier and be like influenced by TikTok. And we just don't actually need to break the bank on ridiculously expensive food crazes to be healthy. We do not need a $300 (laughs) juice cleanse, which, sorry, but juices literally strip the nutrients and the fiber out of the fruit and veggies. When you overblend things, they lose the nutrient. And you also don't need to cleanse. Your body cleanses itself. So all of these things are just robbing us of our money and our sanity and we don't need to be doing them. And it's tough because produce is definitely more expensive than chips and junk food. It's like a slice of pizza versus, you know, like chicken and veggies. It's it's so cheap to eat poorly. And so it can be really, really difficult if you're weighing out like, well, what matters to me right now? Like being healthy or saving money? Because both matter, but like sometimes it feels hard to do both. But we really have learned that costly doesn't always mean healthy. No, you're totally right. And so we've been trying our best especially this year to balance nutrition and budgets because that's I mean Kaylin and I like share our goals at the beginning of every year with each other and both of our goals were definitely tied to like making more money and saving more money and also to like feeling like this is our healthiest year and so that has been our journey and the biggest difference for me was that I started you know, in the past, I've like fallen down those rabbit holes of like calorie counting and all that mm. shit that really didn't make a difference and, and wasn't helpful for me. But I started tracking my macros and that made all the difference. It wasn't about limiting myself or like worrying about calories. It was truly just about understanding the ratios of like, yeah. what am I putting in my body? And when I started tracking my macros, I saw that I was not getting enough protein and fiber in my diet, like mm. not even close, especially protein. I was really, really low on protein. Really? And like when I went through my whole like, I'm going to cut carbs out and try to fix my hormones like then I was getting no fiber and fiber is so 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 crucial obviously yeah and now that I know that and tracked all that I really am prioritizing like incorporating more healthy but still cheap snacks and meals throughout the day that pack in the protein and the fiber and so a few of my go-tos are I'm really in my chickpea era I love chickpeas and I've been roasting chickpeas and with a bunch of spices and like cumin and chili powder and garlic powder Mm. and roasting them and it's like this crispy just hit a goodness I'm obsessed with them I put them on everything or I just eat them on my own they're so good that's so good because they're packed with fiber and you're getting a ton of protein and let's say you roast it with olive oil and healthy fats amazing look at you that's exactly what I do dude they're so good so I always pretty much always now have a jar of roasted chickpeas love them and then I also started making this is a very cheap hack because Nuts are really expensive right now, uh, which is very annoying. And so granola can be really expensive when you make it yourself and expensive to buy. So I started making my own granola out of like those rice cakes that you can get. And then I put like a little bit of nuts, some chia seeds, um, some nut butter, and then melt some chocolate and put it all together and then freeze it. So it all kind of combines. And it is the best snack. It's so delicious. It hits my sweet tooth, but it's like really good for you. I always do dark chocolate and love that for a snack. And then for an easy lunch, I love doing lettuce wraps with clover leaf flavored tuna. My fave is the spicy Thai chili. It's got kick. You don't even need to add like sauce. You don't even need to add mayo. There's a lot going on there in terms of flavor and it's just delicious on its own. And then I also add in some avocado. I might like chop up like pickles or olives or something to just make it give it a little crunchy texture and make it delicious and that's such a cheap and easy and fast healthy meal dude i'm so hungry right now your meal and snack ideas are so yummy mine are pretty basic but i'm inspired by your chefness man basic gets it done tell me tell me what you do okay i 
am not in my vegetable era right now. I don't know what's going on. I hate. I never have been. <laughs> I might need that that vegetable cookbook I, I got for you. Um, I need some screenshots because oh, yeah. I just I don't know what it is. I'm just having a really hard time eating vegetables. I, I don't know. So is Mia. Like I, I've always been like that. Actually, can we just share what a good friend Kaylin one year my one of my New Year's resolutions was to eat more veggies. And then Kaylin got me was it the Auto Lingi? I think so. Yeah. Um, cookbook on veggies. It was so nice. It's such a beautiful book. Such a thoughtful thing to do. Uh, have I made more veggies? Probably not. But it's beautiful to look at. So <laughs> it really looks nice in your kitchen. So at the very it looks least, real nice it looks in the really kitchen. Nice. And at least. Gives off the illusion to visitors that I'm a, a healthy veggie gal. So yeah. yeah, I feel you all in all. I just really feel you on struggling with veggies. I always have. It's and, so hard. Uh, and then I feel bad because I'm like trying to force Mia to eat vegetables because she's also not in her veggie era. And I'm like, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So what I've been doing to both allow myself to eat more veggies and hers, I've been making these little veggie tots. So I'll like mm. cook a sweet potato or carrots or broccoli, whatever it is I want to try to incorporate, add some breadcrumbs, some eggs eggs if I can afford cheese that week I'll throw some cheese in there and then you just bake it in the oven and it's like this delicious tot you put spices it's just a better way of eating vegetables yeah it's really yummy that's my like max chefness coming out I'm gonna do that tonight and then a big thing that I've been doing I guess really since I was pregnant because I was also not into vegetables when I was pregnant is I try to have a green smoothie most mornings not every morning but like four out of the seven where it's just packed with like kale, spinach, cucumber, like whatever I have in the fridge that I can throw How do you in there. Make it taste good. Banana and mango. So she's high in sugar, <laughs> but it's really tasty. Or berries. Good, but like not bad sugar. Not yeah. bad sugar. Yeah. But the, the banana really helps mask the greens. And okay, on the sugar point, when we're talking about like all of the sugar in like mangoes and bananas and bananas and stuff, I just want to drop some really crucial knowledge that kind of changed my life from the the glucose goddess on Instagram, she's she's amazing. And she's really studied, obviously, glucose and sugar and how it impacts us. And in a smoothie like that, the sugar doesn't matter at all. In the in like the naturally occurring sugars doesn't matter at all because mm-hmm. you're surrounding it with fiber. So right. the key to digesting sugar without having it spike your glucose and insulin and all of those things is to pad it with fiber so either have something fibrous before you have sugar or in combination with the sugar and it coats and like it, I don't know how the science works but she was saying it like coats your intestines and everything and your stomach so that you're not absorbing the sugars mm. and using them and storing them instead you're like actively using them yeah um, so don't worry about it. As long as you got fiber in there, we don't need to, you know, shame ourselves for sugar. It's just a really great way to think about sugar consumption is what what are you pairing it with that can help your body optimize the consumption. And and smoothies are such a good way to do that too. Like we talked about the hunger crushing combo, like you can easily throw in chia seeds or flax whatever you need or extra veggies to get the fiber in there and then the nut butters for the fat like it's a great way to just do it all in one so you can just like whip it down real fast first thing in the morning honestly I'm so busy running after Mia and with work I I often sometimes forget to eat my lunch which is terrible I will buy or make lots of like easy grab-and-go snacks that are healthy so like Laura bars that basically just have three ingredients I'll buy those in bulk at Costco because they're like significantly less expensive you can also make them yourselves Mm. it's literally dates nuts and like sea salt it's super easy um yogurt is so easy to just like scoop it grab on the go homemade granola if we can afford nuts that week and just (laughs) pre-cut veggies and hummus if i the hummus will help like a healthy dip 
helps me with the veggies but you're oh, not going to see me yeah. snacking on like a naked cucumber you know a naked cucumber is offensive what? offensive <laughs> <laughs> no you're right a good dip is 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 a really good hack for getting more veggies in me because like i'll i will put anything in my mouth for a good dip <laughs> you heard it here first folks you heard it here first <laughs> Let's talk about how to keep the costs down because all of this is nice if you can afford these things, but yeah. sometimes <laughs> it gets expensive. So there are three key ways that you can keep costs down while eating well. And the first one is to plan the recipes for the week ahead and meal prep. And yes. I know everybody says that, but it really does help because so much of my food waste and so much of me like grocery shopping without a plan and then just like buying everything in sight and overspending and not getting through the food properly Mm -hmm. it all comes from me going there without a plan and as we mentioned in our sustainability episode like we really do want to cut back on food waste and as a gal living on her own if I don't have a good plan in place I waste so much so yeah it helps you use all of the ingredients and like stretch them across the week and make sure that you have lunches for the next days you can always freeze stuff if you don't finish it all and you can just grocery shop with intention Yeah, I think for me, the reason why I love it so much is it takes the guessing out of what to have for lunch or dinner that week because that's what stresses me out. I'm not an intuitive chef. I can't just open the fridge and be like, oh, I know what I can make. I need to have a plan. I need a recipe. So meal planning helps take that stress off of my life. It's just one less thing to, to worry about. And then, yeah, you mentioned freezer, like freezing your leftovers is so key. If you're trying to reduce your food waste or again, you just want an easy weeknight meal one day, freeze whatever you have. You don't have to throw it out or let it go bad in your fridge. Like you can freeze, check online. There's like guidelines for everything. Cooked chicken, veggies can be used and pureed in stocks. If your spinach is going bad, just freeze it and use it in, in smoothies later on in the week. So there's lots you can oh, do. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. I, I sometimes just keep our spinach in the freezer because I usually only use it for smoothies. Wait, that's so smart. And it's better because the frozen spinach is sometimes in like blocks and that it takes, yeah. it's not ideal. So yeah. I don't know why they do that. I don't what, know. What is what going is on with that block? With that I block? Guess <laughs> it's just what spinach does. That's a really good idea. And even with like fresh herbs and stuff, there's all those um, hacks on like how you can put them in like ice cube trays with water. Yeah. And then it freezes them really, really well into a cube. And then when you're making a sauce or soup, you just put the cube into the pot, the pot or the pan and boom, you got your herbs. Got your fresh herbs. I love that. And then the second thing to do is to be really smart once you're in the grocery store. So these are the hot tips that you can do immediately to like cut your bill in the grocery store. So you've meal planned, you have that first step, but make a solid list and do not stray from it because I I will stray and I will go rogue, especially (laughs) if I shop hungry. So do not shop hungry. Yeah, that's a big no-no. And then buying pantry staples like your oils your vinegars canned goods seasonings all those good stuff at discount supermarkets like a no frills or a tnt and then get your quality higher quality ingredients like fresh meat and cheeses and like dairy products at higher end markets or you know typical regular grocery stores yeah there's things you don't want to like cheap out on because you need to ensure quality and everything but for everything else you'll save so much money like even like maple syrup is so expensive you get that at like you get that at no frills yeah and then that that also goes back to the planning like you will just plan to do two shops and you're done for the week it's it's fabulous absolutely another thing I used to be really guilty of was like grocery shopping with convenience 
in mind. So I would buy, you know, like the already chopped up pineapple and watermelon and oh, just like like yeah. the chopped up mushrooms and be like, oh, I'm saving time. And that was before I was really looking at food from a budget lens. And now, no, no, I buy the whole thing and chop it when I get home. Anytime you're basically not buying the entire whole food, you're going to be paying more money. Yeah, we have saved so much money buying whole chickens instead of like yeah. a pack of two chicken breasts which is usually like now it's like $15 like it's crazy but you the, can buy a is. whole chicken for $15 and yes it's yeah. very intimidating to like figure out how to break down a whole chicken but if you just watch a couple of YouTube videos and practice it it's oh, yeah. it's not that hard it's really not that hard adulting yeah adulting and when it's on sale we'll buy like five chickens and freeze it and then we've got chickens for like the month. And you've been making stocks too. So that's cool. We've been making stocks. So we keep Using all the bones, the it. scraps, those those veggies that I didn't eat throughout the week. We freeze those. And yeah, you've got stock on hand. It also smells yummy, tastes better. It's just delish. Something that we're also trying to do and be more mindful of also from an environmental standpoint is shopping for local produce when it's in season. So like I'm probably mm-hmm. not going to get a pineapple or raspberries in December. And that's okay. Yeah. But I can get yeah. really nice like potatoes and sweet potatoes and like root vegetables. It's so expensive when you buy berries in the winter. Like because you know that's come all the way from Florida and California to here. I don't even buy fresh berries anymore. I just buy frozen. No. Only. Yeah. You, yeah. Do get yeah. them frozen. I will in the summer when they're again when they're in season. But no, I've just I just do frozen, which is another hot tip. Like buying frozen foods especially if it's something you eat a lot of like berries you can buy frozen veggies that are also pre-cut sometimes which is very helpful they cost Mm -hmm. less they last longer they're usually flash frozen at their peak ripeness so they actually true i've read that they contain more nutrients sometimes than fresh i've heard who knows i don't know yeah so it's a good it's a good way to go yeah frozen uh broccoli i love getting because i will say like sometimes the texture is off on certain things if you Whatever you get, like, veggie-wise, the intention should then be to, like, cook it till it's crispy, essentially, so that it doesn't (laughs) matter that it was frozen. So I get the frozen broccoli that's already, like, pre-cut and everything, and then put it in the oven at really, really high heat um, with, like, garlic and lemon and seasoning, and then I put cheese on it on the Mm. end, like, grate some cheese, and it's fucking amazing. Yum. I haven't tried that frozen broccoli, but that is is on the list. It's great. Yummers. Yeah, totally. And buy canned foods. Like, they cost less. They last longer. There's virtually zero food waste when you go that route. And when it comes to canned foods, cloverleaf tuna is honestly one of our budget-friendly go-tos. Their flavored tuna is wild-caught fish that's cooked and canned without any preservatives. So that's a win. Yeah, and it's really high in protein, which is one of my goals to get that protein up. Get so that protein. So quick and easy way to do it. It's low in saturated fat, and there's no preservatives or trans fat. And just like I was saying about the frozen fruit, it's canned to preserve the fish at its peak point, which maintains all of the nutrients. Yeah. So you're not losing anything if you go the canned route versus fresh. And it's nice to not have to worry about it, like losing freshness. Like you can just keep it in your cupboard and not stress about when you need to eat it. A few of our favorite flavors are the spicy Thai chili. That is that is my absolute favorite. It's so good. It's got a great kick. Tomato basil, also delicious. That's my favorite. Lemon fave. and pepper is super nice and fresh and light. And the lemon and ginger with sesame, delicious. Mm. We are big fans. 
And then our third and final tip is to grow or make your own food. I mean, you can cut costs and ensure healthy ingredients by growing your own herbs and produce when possible. Gabe and I just built our own vegetable garden and we're so excited. Our, we have little sprouts popping. We got green oh beans. God, cute. We got kale. We got spinach. I'm so excited. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. And if you live in a condo like I do and just don't have any natural light, or any green thumb at all. Um, I have an arrow garden that I love and it's great. True. And you can you can grow lettuce in it. You can grow herbs like chives. I always also in the summer have a, a basil plant just indoors on the go. But arrow gardens are really, really cool. They're great. You can you can produce a lot in a condo with that. They're so pretty too. It's like adding another plant in your in your place. It's true. I love those. It's true. You can also make your own sauces and like soups and chilies versus buying pre-made. And again, you know what's going into Mm -hmm. it. It's healthy ingredients. You can like use up things that are almost ready to go in the fridge. So it's just a great way to reduce your waste. Anyways, we really hope that this episode inspires you to eat well while not breaking the bank uh, because it is a challenge. It is a struggle that we are all going through right now. So let us know your favorite tips and hacks for not going bankrupt while you attempt to eat vegetables like we are. (laughs) Here's to thick wallets and thick booties. You got this. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.